Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Episode 73, we've got a throwback all remote episode tonight as we try to figure out recording remotely yet again because everybody's in different spots tonight. Uh, Brandon's in Plymouth, beautiful Plymouth, Minnesota. Yo, this be. Uh, Stu is in St. Cloud. Hey, sports buddies. And good old Clarence is in an undisclosed location south of the metro area. What's up, fuckers? I thought for a second he was just going to give up on that whole thing. Uh, we're going to talk Twins tonight. We're going to talk Vikings. We're going to talk the start of the Teddy Bridgewater era. But first, we're going to talk about the thing that's on everybody's minds, as near as I can tell from our Twitter feed, which is grouse hunting. Grouse hunt- Grouse season opened a couple of weeks ago. Clarence, have you been out yet? Yeah, I went out this weekend. Get any? No. We, uh... We saw zero birds. Um, <clears throat> I went out. Uh, we were planning on hunting Saturday and Sunday mornings. We went out. Uh, we got up Saturday, and it was raining. So uh, we said F that and did not go hunting at all. Sunday morning, we got to the woods. They had not mowed any of the trails. The grass was up around over my waist. I walked about 1,000 feet soaking wet, said F this, walked back. So, hunted for total maybe 10 minutes. So not a successful trip last weekend. Extremely successful trip. It sounds um, like the ideal grouse hunting weekend to me. Got, we played a ton of golf, um, drank, watched football, and baseball, closed the bar down. Successful trip. <laughs> grouse hunting sounds awesome. It sounds actually very similar to what I do when I don't go grouse hunting. We got our limit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I always get my limit. Yeah. That's amazing. Are you a a public land guy or do you know a guy, Clarence? Public land up there. Yeah, up there. On this particular trip, it's all public land. I also go on private land sometimes, but not this trip. So public land means you could just be walking around and there's other dudes shooting in your vicinity? (laughs) Bullets whizzing by each other? 
No, there's not. You have trails mowed through the woods, and you get there, and if there's a bunch of cars parked, you know that there's other people in there, so you go somewhere else. You, uh, when you shoot, you, you hold it sideways, right, your gun? Like in a gangster movie? Yes, very similar. Yes, we okay. use handguns for Rick Crow's <laughs> <laughs> It's a handgun. <laughs> nice. I bring uh, my pistol geez. out, and I stand up you, on the grouse. The grouse can't hear me. Sh- when you and then I yell sideways. at them to get them to jump yeah. up, and then I shoot them sideways. Then I throw my handgun at them. <laughs> and when you're shooting, you also say pop, 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 pop while you're while you're shooting, right? Yes. yes. Remember my helps. name. Yep. Remember who did this to you? <laughs> pop, 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 pop. <laughs> so, for those who aren't aren't bird hunting experts, I'd like you to compare and contrast grouse hunting and pheasant hunting for us, Clarence. Grouse hunting is in the woods, typically on a trail. Um, the grass is short. Um, you don't necessarily need a dog. The grouse are typically feeding on the on the trail, either for grit or for uh, you know in the clover, insects, whatever, on the trail. So you just are walking in the in the woods along a trail, and you'll see one and shoot it, and then go pick it up and. Away you go. Pheasant hunting is more tall grass out in the open. Uh, you typically need a dog to flush the birds and mind the, the downed birds. Um, so they're they're both bird hunting. They're both with shotguns, but they're in different uh, different types of habitat. We used to when I was when I was a pheasant hunter. We used to walk through corn corn uh, stock areas. With a dog. Sure. You could get to, I suppose. It's not as common. Yeah. It was successful, though. We got our limit by, like, noon on Saturday. We were amazing I'm at guessing it. this is in, like, a game farm situation, or this is at... My uh, grandparents' farm. Your grandparents' farm. Grandparents are farmers in Iowa, and we would go down there, and there was just millions of pheasant just everywhere. And are they still alive? Yep. And how do they feel about you? Just like you and Jeff, how you turned out. Yeah. You know, um, they could take me or leave me at this point, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, your grandparents could take you or leave you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Probably. That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. I don't think they're like, oh, no, here he comes. You know, but I think they're just like, oh, hey, yeah, you... You again. You got your Beats by Dre's on, and you show up, and they're like, oh, for Christ's sake. <laughs> I, I won't stay at their house. I stay at a hotel in town or whatever. No, they, um, I went a couple years, and it was great, and then my third year, I went down there. <laughs> this is fucking, uh, yeah, I uh, went down there to pheasant hunt again, and uh, I was just really into I was really into a book that I brought, so I decided not to go out, and I just read this book uh, inside their house the whole time when everybody else was pheasant hunting. And I don't think they've looked me in the eye ever since. That would be you. I canceled, yeah, the whole weekend. I and they're like, hey, we're all... gonna go out again after lunch. And I was like, yeah, man, that sounds great. Let me just uh, nah, I'm gonna sit here. 
Got a good book going. And how old were, were you? Like six, and this is like a uh, you know <laughs> like a little like train. You just learned how to read, and how so old were you? About it. I was uh, like fourteen at that point. Oh, that, 14, that makes some sense. No, I was just what? Yeah, what? what? Am I in? Is this thing on? Am I <laughs> dreaming? No, when you're 14, you do all sorts of stupid stuff. You're like, no, I don't want to go to a baseball game with you, Dad. This is true. Just yeah, because just you want to rebel against the old man when, in reality, going to baseball games is your favorite thing. Yeah, you do stupid stuff. Well, you walk game. like eight feet in front of or eight feet behind your parents everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. Weird. Um, so that well, was oh yeah. And... Okay, rebelling is one thing. Rebelling like steal. We sure we all did rebelling shit when we were fourteen. Like steal a car and drive to Winnipeg. Now that's fucking reading that's... a book. It's not rebelling. You fuckers, am I, am I fucking hallucinating here? What the hell are you guys talking about? It was the <laughs> most pathetic. <laughs> it was the best I could do at the time. Best thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to sit here and read. Deal with that. You got your cigarettes rolled up in your shirt sleeve. <laughs> Yeah, I've got my back. Listen to you, kid. Tell me what to do, <laughs> man. I'm gonna read. I drink like a second apple juice without telling them. Yeah, fuck you guys. I'm hydrated. Well, I had a but suspicion I, how they felt. Yeah, that's. It's confirmed. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys? Yeah. Did you guys know that I did research for this part of the really podcast? I was hoping you would. Braxy's grandparents? Yes. No, no, no. They're Keith they're a lost cause, clearly. So Keith and Esther. Keith and Esther don't, uh, don't want to be involved with this. Yeah, yeah. No, I did. Uh, looked up a little stuff about the rough grouse because I know we have some listeners who probably don't hunt the rough grouse. Mm-hmm. So um, these are just some quick fast facts. I have them on my phone here. Um, let's see, native of New Zealand. Really? Nope. Fuck yeah. you. They are not. Um, a reputation for having a bad temper. Okay. Um, oh, this is... I like them. I'm seeing where this is going already. It threw a telephone at a hotel employee. Oh, yeah. shit. This You've is Russell Crowe. Yeah, you... <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay. I'm yeah, sorry to that report is, Yeah, you I was going to say, yeah, they this did, did not have right. an affair. Yeah, they, <laughs> Nick Ryan wouldn't have had an affair with a rough grouse. It just doesn't New Zealand? Make they can't fly that far. <laughs> I saw this coming when yeah. I was like, you know what? Rough grouse, they don't have opposable thumbs. That's one of the no- notable things about rough grouse is that their lack of opposable thumbs keeps them. It, it prevents them from throwing any and all phones or other devices. Yeah. Shoot. Sorry about oh. that, guys. I, I feel a lot. I wasted 15 minutes of my day. Wow. <laughs> Got a lot of but you made my day. Here. That's the important thing. They never won an Oscar for Gladiator. That's wow. I yeah, Poor gotta shit. kill them. Yeah, kill them all. I can tell you. Yeah. I can tell you guys, and I can tell the listeners too, since they're the ones that actually have to listen to this. All about what my memories of pheasant hunting in Ortonville. I my family didn't do a lot of hunting, but I know everyone else did. And so here's how I understand pheasant hunting works. What you do is. You get it all together. You're going out on like a Saturday morning. You don't have to get up, you know, at four in the morning like if you were going duck hunting or anything. But you have to get up pretty early in the morning and you drive out in the country. 
and maybe you know a guy and maybe you don't and keep in mind this is my experiences in sort of eastern south dakota western minnesota around the around the turn of the century back when back when i lived there and what you did was you went out on saturday morning and near as i can tell what you then did was you walked around for a while and then remembered that the pheasant had been declared extinct in that area about 10 years before and no one had seen a pheasant since about 1992 and so then you came home and were just sort of sad about your life. But you kept going, and then later in the year you went to a Pheasants Forever banquet, and maybe you put your name in the drawing, maybe you won a gun or something, which you could then take out next year and not go pheasant hunting again. I'm given to understand that the pheasant has somewhat made a comeback since then, but I, I, as I can recall, my friends who went pheasant hunting went sometimes five to ten years between seeing pheasants out anywhere. Yeah, I think the actual seeing and shooting animals is the lowest priority of the weekend, as far as I'm concerned. And I think that goes for all hunting. It's more about just getting away into the woods, around, away from um, people in general. For me it is. I'd say there are certainly people who are hardcore, about hardcore, and they hunt hard. And then I'm just not, I don't know. I'm not one of those people. But you yeah, do I enjoy shooting a bird. Something to do on the weekend. Yeah, it's it's fun. It was fun to get up there and uh, yeah. sit around. Get to see your boys and go just, you know, drink some coffee in the middle of the woods and, you know, just do what you need to do. Well, we uh, so we walked into the woods for a 1,000 feet. Me and this other guy and the other two, they went. They hunted for a while. They they were gone for a while. But us two, we picked the wrong trail and it wasn't mowed and it was just miserable. So we turned around after ten minutes, and we sat on the tailgate of my truck and drank beer at like eight thirty in the morning, Sunday morning, and it was awesome. It was just beautiful. Bluebird sky, had a beer, and uh, it was great. So were you golden draft? The... It was it was McGolden like... draft, wasn't it? Oh, course no, light. Yeah, no, sense. course light. Yep, it's oh, has a hell of a guess though. Yep, I know it's close. Since you didn't hunt like the entire day, like your buddies, are you considered the pussy of your crew? Uh no, 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 no. That's well, they can think what they like. I don't really give a, give a shit. Same you were the ones to my face. <laughs> <laughs> they uh. We were the ones that uh, were sitting there drinking a beer at 8.30 in the morning, so they can call us what they like while they were out walking around. We so you were, still uh, have your cred. So you still got your man cred with your, with your bros. I'm here well, anytime you want to say it to that. my face, Jeff. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Uh, I'm not too worried about that. Okay. All right, that's fine. That's fair. Uh, what other uh, what are on, the I animal... I have another question here. Are you like the bully of the group, Clarence? Like, are you handing out derogatory nicknames and everybody sort of has to stick with them? Mm, no, I just, I've made a whole bunch of kids. I got nothing more to prove on the, the whole manly idea. What do you think about me, what you like? I'm tired. I don't I don't <laughs> have time for this. I can prove anything to you, goofballs. I just want to sleep. All I, I want to do is sleep, sleep. And then I wake up and have some beers, maybe some coffee, then some beers and whatever. <laughs> maybe maybe a burger at some point. Cheese you know? burger later on. Yeah, I had a frozen pizza at the bar. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, whatever. So in order, what are the best animals to shoot? Based on what criteria? 
Um, Personal preference. What would make you the happiest to shoot in order? Oh, I don't. I my favorite hunting is grouse hunting. When we're truly grouse hunting, and you're in the woods and you're seeing birds, that's probably my favorite. Just because the weather is nice, you don't need a dog. It's not unbearably hot or unbearably cold. Um, you're walking. You're constantly moving. I'm not good at just sitting around. I do like, you know, seeing different things. So grouse hunting is probably first. I'd say pheasant is second. Duck, goose are third. And deer, although I enjoy it, it's cold. It's sitting still. It's probably my least favorite. Is deer hunting be, um, becoming less popular or not? I think all hunting's probably becoming less popular. I don't kind of. I don't know. I don't have the numbers here. Probably. Oh, because of uh, millennials. Yeah. Yeah. We just you know. We expect people to go get it for us and bring it to us, and then we can take a photo with it and say that we did it. That's and you, you're on your iTunes with your with your pad. I'm opening apps, just always opening up apps and clicking click on your apps. Deer don't, you know, the deer could be dancing in front of you. You'd be on your apps. Yeah, unless they tell my app that they're there, that's not going to happen. Sorry, deer. <laughs> You're on your deer hunting app. What about, what about your Fitbit? Are you using your Fitbit? My Fitbit is... <laughs> None of your damn business, to be honest. <laughs> I, had a uh, I don't, I don't know what a Fitbit is. I don't it's really those, know either. It's one of those wrist gadgets, a wrist thing to count your steps and your calories. Yeah, I had a Fitbit for a while, and I discovered it changed my behavior in the exact opposite way it was intended to. Because what it's supposed to do is it's supposed to be like, you're supposed to look down and say, oh, I've only taken 3,000 steps, so I need to get to 10,000 because that's a thing, so I better go outside and go for a walk. And what it did instead was I'd look down and be like, yeah, I got 5,500 steps. That's probably good enough. That seems like a lot. <laughs> so Put it, it on gave me an excuse to do nothing. Yeah, yeah. I don't have one anymore. It didn't really seem to do much for me. Hmm. So is that is that my whole uh, interrogation on the grouse hunting deal? There's not a lot to it, guys. It's uh, it is what it is. I think the question is, will you take the rest it, how... of us grouse hunting? I'm sorry, John. What was that? I think the question is, will you take the rest of us grouse hunting? Uh no, no, you guys are not. Uh... I don't want to hunt with any of you guys. I'm not. I don't know that I'm comfortable with any of you holding guns next to me. Well, I'm a really good shot, though. Like I think you should probably take me out with a gun. Yeah, yeah, with a gun. I'm really good with guns. Have you Have you got your gun safety training? I don't need it. I teach it. No. I don't have any idea what gun safety training is. You never, so you went hunting down there. You never took gun safety training or anything. They just handed you a shotgun and turned you loose in the in the cornfield. Yeah, I told you what I know. You turn it sideways and you yell out pop, pop, pop while you're shooting, and that's usually you turn your shotgun sideways. Yeah, yeah. All all guns need to be sideways. It helps the straightening bullet. Uh, yeah. See, this is why that's just, that's I was just going science. with you. I'm, I'm 
I'll, like I said on the Twitter, if we go hunting, you here's here's your whistle, and if you see no, what a, a bell, I give you a bell, and if you see a pheasant, you ring you ring the bell, and it all come, and I'll shoot the pheasant. <laughs> I don't know. That's about, not fair. I don't. I don't know about Stu, but I grew up in nowhere, Minnesota, and I'm pretty sure that gun safety training was like something that they did every year. I can't really remember elementary school pretty very well, but I feel like we had it just yeah, about that's... every year where somebody came in and told us about gun safety because they yeah, just well, it's we not the same. You might have had it's a formal. They had it at Rosemont High School. That's actually where I took it. Was a class that you have. You got to take a formal class. It's not just one guy coming and talking to you about it for a day. It's a series of days. And then you get certified. You go to the range and you shoot at a target and you you get certified. And you're like 12, you're 12 years old. Mm-hmm. You go through gun safety training. And you treat nope, every gun not, like not it's loaded. Right That's right. Don't you, point it ever at anybody. You never point it at anybody for any reason. <laughs> not even if you... Don't point it sideways. Even if it actually it doesn't have a trigger or a barrel on it at the time. You I still do. don't point it at anybody. That's right. Can I get a slingshot? Nope. We'll get you a bigger a bigger bell. We'll work up on series a series of larger bells until yep. maybe we're comfortable with like a stick. <laughs> After a year, can I take like the ball part out of the bell and throw it at birds? <laughs> After a year, Clarence will allow you to bring a baseball and throw that at the grouse. I'd love that. He's the Miyagi of grouse hunting. Yeah, we'll work our way up. Paint defense. Mm-hmm. Patience. Uh, yeah, fine. Well, I don't want to go then. Unless I get a good book. Maybe I'll come with you if I get a new really good book. <laughs> we'll all go. It was, em- it was embarrassing while it was happening. Like, I'm, I feel terrible about dark. this. <laughs> but I book. just want to read this book. And I'm, I go out there and he, they're like, yeah, fine. Do you remember what book it was? Uh, it was two books, actually. Tell me one um, of them the was first... The Outsiders. No, I do, I do love that one, though. It was the first one that I read was A Time to Kill. Of course. John Grisham. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was another John Grisham book. I think it was like Pelican Brief. Matthew Brady McConaughey. I'm sorry, what was the second one? I think it was like Pelican Brady for what or the client or something. Oh, like sure. Pelican uh, Brief was Julia Roberts. Denzel. Denzel. Yeah. Time to Kill was uh Ashley Brought and Matthew McConaughey. Uh, and Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, oh, wasn't it Sandra yeah. Bullock? Not Ashley. Sandra Jackson? Bullock was around for that as well. She was in. They were her and, and Ashley were both in it. All right. Good trivia. Good trivia. She played Rora. Sandra Bullock did. Played what? Rorark. That's how Matthew McConaughey pronounced her last name. I think it was Rourke. She was from Rorark. Rorark. Yeah, it drove me crazy. Is that his southern accent? Even though he's from the south. <laughs> Still drove me crazy. Yeah, Roar I can arc. see that. I can see that sounds that sounds infuriating, Clarence. <laughs> I should go read a book, Brandon. Speaking of infuriating, let's uh, talk a little bit about the twins. Oh, great segue. What that was segue. pretty good. I'm pretty proud of that one. They've I, hit a point of uh, I can't even. They've made. They've made us all give up, I think, right? Like, Yeah, and that brought up my question, which was, is this worse than it was in the late 90s? It seems like I, it almost might so. be. 
I don't really remember. I mean, I feel like the same thing then where I just was like, they're hopeless. They're absolutely hopeless. And every year we hear about, you know, this new guy is going to, Scott Stahoviak is going to, you know, this is his year. Um, and it never, ever panned out. So I don't know. I felt like there was a little bit more of an excuse then because there was like just such a discrepancy in terms of salary cap and whatnot. That's probably wrong, but that's what I was thinking at the time. This yeah. is just clearly shooting themselves in the foot over and over and over. And we were still were we still on the nineteen ninety one honeymoon? Which a little bit. We were like we were closer obviously to ninety one, but that really ended at the ninety four strike for the twins. Honestly. Yeah. It really just sort of because they were good in ninety two but just couldn't get it done and then they were terrible in ninety three and sort of bad in ninety four and then the strike happened and it was just like, you know, Half the half the state gave up on baseball because they were all mad about it, and after that it just was like nothing would solve and nothing was getting any better, and it just seemed absolutely hopeless every year. I don't know it, if it's worse, if it's better. I don't know, John. It, it's shitty. I don't know about comparing. Was it just as shitty as it was in the nineties? <laughs> Fuck, I don't. In the nineties, I was in college and I was, you know drank it every night, and that was pretty fucking awesome. The Twins were, you know, hey, good, Twins suck. Okay, uh, how are we going <laughs> to yeah. score a fucking case of Bush Light returnables? That that was my entire universe right there in 1996. Um, I'm looking at the statistics, and it's just about similar in terms of winning percentage and number of years. So a little, little trivia the Twins were obviously really good in 92 after the they won 90 games. They just mm-hmm. didn't make it to the playoffs. Uh, 71 wins the next year, which isn't good. And then the strike year, they're actually on pace to win um, like 75. So they were not the worst ever. Um, in 96, they actually won 78 games, which again, that's respectable. I'll take that. Better than no. 68, 70, 63, 69 wins. So four years in a row when they were really, really, really bad. And then they just went on that run where they started in 2001, 85 wins, and next six, seven years, they were really great. So well, maybe more than maybe eight or nine years. So it's worse now in terms of wins, but not by much. It just feels they don't have any excuse. They have zero excuse to be terrible. Like, what is standing in the way besides incompetence, right? Nothing. Yeah. The division isn't very good. They've got a stadium. They've got payroll. They have, mm-hmm. they have no, no payroll excuse. restrictions. Nope. It's not like they've just payroll. been remarkably unlucky with a lot of different players getting hurt or something like that. Half the guys they've gotten rid of have gone on to be pretty good players elsewhere. I think eleven was 2011 was kind of like that, wasn't it? Where everybody got hurt and everybody was like, yeah. ah, shit, this year just kind of fuck it, we'll, we'll get yeah, them Yeah, this year got year. away from us, guys. But yeah. Yep. They won 94 games in 2010. And, yeah, I think we were all feeling like they probably won't be quite as good in 2011, but, you know, they could they could compete for a spot. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, the bottom dropped out. So but it's just that been, was fine. Ever since then, it's just been an unending parade of sad decisions. Let's get rid of J.J. Hardy for nothing. J.J. Hardy was a fine player. They got rid of him for nothing. They got rid of Vance Worley for nothing. They got rid of Francisco Liriano for nothing. Just all of these guys that they 
had to get rid of for one reason and another who have gone on to be decent players other places. And it's just, it's it's gotten to the point, that really sad point that you reach with a lot of franchises that for some reason it sticks in my head that the Knicks in basketball are the the biggest purveyors of this or maybe the Mets in baseball. But they've reached that point of a franchise where you just assume that every decision they make is the wrong decision because you've been proven right by that so many times. If they get rid of a guy, they should not have gotten rid of him. If they hold on to him, there's no way he'll be good. If they sign him on the free agent market, he'll be terrible. If they fail to sign him, he'll be great. Just whatever they do, you can assume that they should have done the opposite. That's a special brand of hopeless incompetence that it takes, it, it almost takes years to reach. Yeah, um, first of all, um, title of the episode needs to be Special Brand of Hopeless Incompetence. Okay. So that's I'll write that down. I'm ready. Brand of Hopeless Of Hopeless Incompetence. Incompetence is with an E N C E. E N C E. E N C E. Okay, we got it. We got it. By the way, Good. speaking that's of special brand of hopeless fair. incompetence, the Talk to Contact po- podcast was on Twitter today. And they said, how do you make a podcast sound better other than getting better mics? And somebody immediately replied to him and said, just do whatever the opposite of whatever the sport have done. <laughs> that sounds about right. Whatever, so just look at our brand, stuff. Hopeless incompetence. And then diagram it. And then plug in everything in the exact opposite direction. <laughs> we are really good at being terrible at it, though. It's amazing. It's almost like we're trying to be bad at this. Yeah. There's only so many ways, you know. It's we're like the blue jeans that already come ripped. Like but we were efforting to look like we're not, it's bedhead, like trying to wait having the hairstyle like you just woke up but it took you hours to to look that way. That's us. That's the podcast. Yes, that is correct. Uh we're bad at everything. Rockstar chic. Rockstar chic, yeah, that's so, us. That is us. The debates have started about what to do this offseason, who to sign, who to keep, who to get rid of, and all I know is that whatever moves they make, they'll be the wrong moves to make. Just stay on track, John. Just just be patient. Um, don't sign any big free agents. Um, they, they're just too risky. There's just too much risk. Sometimes you it doesn't work out. Why even yeah. go there? You, you can't. It's too much risk, John. Can't sign any free agent starting pitcher because it's just just too much risk. Um, you know what? What if uh, what if they their arm gets hurt? I think it's better that you just sign. Um, my invite them to spring training. Give them a minor league contract with an invite to spring training because then you just don't have that much invested. In them. Is, um, is Bruce Chen available? He seems like a good guy to go get. Bruce Chen? Let's go get Chenzi. Um, Gilmash. You know, is Carlos Silva still alive? I can't see what he's up to. I would probably say 50-50 still alive, but it's worth a phone call. I'd call his people. He's probably right now, as we speak, pitching in some league somewhere. He's probably listening and got a single tear rolling down <laughs> his cheek. He seems like the kind of guy that you're going to see a story. No me gusta. In like 10 years, it'll be like, Carlos Silva still active in Mexican league. And there he is at the age of 52. He just pitched 275 innings in the Mexican league. 
like Levon Hernandez, you know, one of those guys that never really stops playing. Sinker gets better when his arm's tired, John. Just keeps getting yeah. better. He's got to get it tired. My favorite you know, Carlos is, Silva uh, memory will always be the game where he threw a complete game in like 81 pitches because somebody decided that he was never going to throw a ball anyway, so they might as well just all swing on the I was there. Pitch. I was and at that cele- game. And he celebrated by throwing the ball into the upper deck. And then got yelled at by Gardenhire for celebrating. Yep. God, even the wall. Yeah. It was just... odd to be at a game and be like watch the full nine innings and be at Hubert's at like nine fifteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, the, the sun was setting. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was crazy to come out of the Metrodome nine innings later and the sun's still out on a night game. Yeah, uh, I don't. I mean, it's. I've been not paying a ton of attention to, to the Twins. I have read a couple things, though, where they, you know, people have started to kind of look ahead to 2015 and, like, you know, boy, there's really just a couple, you got to, you know, a couple holes here, there, and <laughs> up, but otherwise, it's like, dude, the whole, they're all bad. Everybody's bad. We need, like, 14 new players next year. And so, it's... sign as many people as you can think of. We need them. It's reached the point where a guy broke his arm today and we're like nobody is even really talking about it all that much. Trevor Plouffe broke. Yeah, and nobody was it. even bothered by like, it. Like, ah, oh, shit, that sucks. Because he's having a good season. Everybody's just like, oh, shrugging their shoulders. Well, you know, I... Yeah, that's going to happen. The other day I started looking up numbers about Trevor Plouffe because I've always maintained that he sucks. But I wanted yeah, to you, check you and see whether like I was him. actually right about that. It was... I, I don't know where his numbers at are at now, but I add him up, and his numbers over the last two years were almost exactly to the number, the numbers for the average third baseman in the American League. Okay. He's just exactly average. Well, for this team, being average is a fucking Elite. accomplishment. It is. God bless him for being average, mm-hmm. because at every other position, they are struggling to reach mediocrity. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. They got nothing. Everything's the guys, sad. The guys are young. A lot of them are, you know, Arcia, Vargas, Santana, Dozier, etc. Um, so it's just that sort of middle area of like, yeah, they're probably not going to get us anywhere, but you probably need to make sure. So maybe you leave them in. I don't know. Like, what do you do with? What do you do with the lineup? I don't know. I would, I would love to get rid of all of them and just start over. But Sign everybody. Sign every free agent on the market. Spend $250 million this offseason and fuck it. I don't push all your chips in. I don't care anymore. I don't care. I don't care. I've given up. I don't give a shit. Just, just do the Marlins. Fucking Marlins this bastard up. Let's Marlins up in this bitch. I like it. I'm fine. Sign everybody. And then if it doesn't work out, trade them at the fucking deadline. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck everybody. I don't care anymore. I'm just, I'm going off the edge. I think I'm going to do that on Twitter too. Fuck it. I'm just going to sign everybody and then people are going to say, well, that's not a smart signing. I'm just going to fucking go off. Every last person that responds. Fuck Jesus. Just a bunch of ridiculous one-year contracts. Max Scherzer, forty-two million dollars for one year. Everybody, two hundred and fifty million dollars this off season. It'd be fun. 
I like Fuck it. it. Why not? Marlins up this bitch. Let's go. I mean, I think that they definitely need a catcher because I don't think Kurt Suzuki is. It's too late. Two years. Two oh, more sh- years. No. Uh, yes. I don't even want to go through the rest of the lineup. They all suck. <laughs> we don't need to. We got the catcher, no. and it was already too much for us. Like, yeah, forget it. I can't handle it anymore. Uh, Phil Hughes is pretty good. No, sign Russell Martin. He's a free agent this offseason. Okay, so there's step one. Uh, so the starting pitching sign James Shields, Max Scherzer, and John Lester. Okay. So then, so far we've spent, oh, I'd say between those four, that's about in total contracts or just annual. Let's go total. $360 million just on those uh-huh. four guys. Maybe um, that might that. be high. That might that be might high. Three hundred million. Mm-hmm. Um, what position now? We got first base. Oh, I'm out. I don't. I can't think of anybody more. Um, oh, we got Maurer. What the fuck am I talking about? Maurer's getting twenty million. All right, we already got a high price guy there. Do uh, Dozier? He didn't make enough. Trade for Cano. That's second. Uh, short Hanley Ramirez is a free agent. Give him eighty million. Oh yeah, yeah, I love him. Let's get him. Uh, third base. Can we get uh, Longoria? He's solid. I think A Rod's still got like five years left on his deal. Get A Rod. Perfect, perfect. Outfield. I don't know. I'm tapping out. I'm uh, I'm tired with this. It's, it's we've already spent about <laughs> five hundred and fifty million. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're good. Play ball. Roll the ball out there. Let's play baseball. Play baseball. Uh, they definitely, yes, they're going to be hopeless next year no matter what. They're going to have to get just really lucky, I guess. Which That's they won't. Right? So... Lucky with who? There's, they know everybody. They uh, have to get career years out of 14 players. <laughs> you got to go 14 for 14. Oh, uh, Fuck. All right, let's talk about Lucky. I'm I'm doing the segue tonight, guys. Let's talk okay, about Lucky, right. and we're going to talk about the beginning of the Teddy Bridgewater era. We're all, we were all there at the beginning. We'll all remember exactly where we were. Girl, sonny. And Teddy Bridgewater came into the game, and we said, "Now it begins." The that was road, a was at the, the road respectability strip. starts right here. I was so excited, and I think that he was. I thought he looked really, really good. I thought he looked great. I know that it seems. I guess maybe I wasn't paying close enough attention because it seems like the majority uh, point of view is that he looked promising enough. But you know, let's just slow our roll a little bit. But I thought he looked really good, pretty polished for that offensive line. I mean, he was scrambling the entire time. He had less than half a second. My favorite play uh, was the play where. I know exactly back, what you're going to talk about. And immediately yes. one of the defensive linemen came bombing through the line, so he avoided him, then he avoided another one. <laughs> then by this time a third one had gotten loose, so he avoided him, avoided the two who he'd already avoided, scrambled to the left sideline and found Jarrett McKinnon open, also on the sideline, and threw a pass that hit him in the hands 15 down, yards down the field, and Jarrett McKinnon dropped it. That right there yeah. is this year of the Teddy Bridgewater era. They could just replay that on a loop, and it's... It's like the first act where everything goes wrong for the bad news bears, because that's what his year is going to be like. Matt Khalil a has play. has a 
some kind of neurological disorder or balance disorder, possibly an inner ear problem of some kind. <laughs> vertigo? He might have vertigo. Because... One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You know, he was never great at blocking people, but now he literally can't get in their way. Like, he's blocking a guy two feet to the left of whoever he's supposed to be blocking. Brandon Fusco's out for the year. He was a starting guard. The rest of the line we already knew was terrible and is only getting worse. That's the line he's playing behind. And his uh, tight end, Rudolph, is gone. Yep. Matt, Matt, as he had, is the slowest football player in the game. Yeah, they put him. He gets. They put him Hunters, on the slow motion camera. Kickers, and it's like he's blurry because he's moving too slowly to be picked up by the camera. Any position, he is the slowest. Uh, coaches, at both Ryan brothers. He's slower than both Ryan brothers. Beer vendors, <laughs> vendors, and then <laughs> owners. He is the slowest salaried person. Uh, administrative assistants. Yep. Uh, he is the slowest salaried member of any football team. The Ray Lewis statue. And then, then the Vikings have Cordero Patterson, but because George Turner hasn't done anything with his playbook since 1991, he's like, you know, we're just going to we're just going to line Cordero up here, out here at split end. We're going to put him down in the three-point stance, and yep. he's going to run a 10-yard hook pattern. And just be maybe Troy Aikman will yep. be able to find him. Yep. Let me tell you what we did with Moose Johnson. Yep. <laughs> God damn it. Nor a fucking quarterback whisper. It's whisper. We're the only, the only people who were decrying that signing from the very first second it happened, right? Only once. Everybody else was enamored. That's a word I'm going with. Enamored with him. I like it. Starstruck. We were the only ones who took a stop. Norv chose us. This is the music man. We were the only ones. We were the lady in the music man saying, hey, everybody, Mm -hmm. what what are we talking about here? Everybody else was saying, nope. That's the word I keep coming back to here. Cohesion. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he's bad at his job, and it's showing. Been run out of town every job he's ever had because he does things like runs a draw play on third and 15. And, uh... Snokeritis. Then he did it here. And people are starting to go, wait a second. Where this looks familiar. Uh-huh. 
what the? Nor- oh, you meant this is Norv Turner, like the guy in San Diego? That's the guy they got? <laughs> that he Norv Turner? for a while. That Norv Turner? Motherfucker, I thought it was some completely different Norv Turner. Oh, shit. Yeah, that guy? I thought it was the Falcons running back. <laughs> He's young. second. This guy's oh, old man. We got sold a bill of goods. So I um I made a, a grave error this week and listened to uh Dan Barrero's radio show. Um which I used to really enjoy. I don't know, maybe I just caught him on a bad day, but he was um uh making fun of people who were making fun of Norv Turner. No. He was like, It's you guys you have to realize this is harder than it looks. It's not which you know, I'm sure it is difficult. Um but I don't really think that there's much of an excuse for not getting. It's difficult. I, that's what the money's yeah. for. It's fucking <laughs> difficult. You no shit. That's why you're getting yeah. paid that's that why much you spend money. All week thinking about it. It's not like <sighs> Norv's spouse job, died right? and he got put into Congress to finish out the term or something, and we're like, he's doing the best <laughs> like, he can. Yeah. Guys, just give him a break. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, Norv, you don't have like a second job here, buddy. You should be thinking about this all day long. This is what you should you get do. the ball to your best player. You should get paid for. Put him in the backfield once. It's not like he's working Fuck. a day job and then he's working as a security guard at night to support his kids. Yeah. And so yeah. sometimes he falls asleep on his shift because he's tired because he's a family man and he wants to spend time with his kids. But he's falling asleep, so you just sort of let him slide because he's doing the best he can and he's trying to support mm-hmm. his family. That's not what we have going yep. on here. This is his, yeah. as far as I know, his only Mark's job. Mark is two weeks late. And, yeah. It should be his only job. Uh, I, maybe it was a bit. I don't know. I mean, it was weird because he followed it up with, and I, honest to God, I think it had to be a bit. Um, he said I think that, he's um, an anti-Norv guy, so I think it might have been a bit. But I, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Brandon. He um, was talking about the um, Captain Munderland sack um, of Drew Brees. You know, he got the penalty um, last week. It was a huge play. And he was like, I think it was a terrible call, and I probably I, I think I might be the only one who thinks that. And I was yeah, like, that's a, "That's a bit." Okay, it had to be right. Be. Yeah. He's like, I don't know. I looked at the tape. Uh, just felt like a really, you know, I can see that some people said he to the moment, it, yada yada yada. But I just think it was a really terrible call, um, and it was a whatever. I was like, I don't Dude. think Drew Brees really thinks that was a good call. I don't. <laughs> I don't know anybody that thinks that that, in retrospect, that that was a good call. Anybody here think it was? No. Can't be. No. What, I don't ex- really know what he's supposed what to do there, but well, it had you to know how bad. I feel about refs, so I'm, it's redundant for me to Well, it's, it's not just refs. It's all authority figures of any kind. Teachers, mm-hmm. doctors, city councilmen. Oh, city councilman. Oh, don't get me started. That's why I don't live in a city. Due to the councilman. Looking over your shoulder. What I'm imagining right now is I'm imagining Clarence living in sort of a township. Uh, if you drive through outstate Minnesota, occasionally you see what look like shacks combined with little one-room schoolhouses from 1910 that'll say something like Autry Town Hall on the front. And you realize that these townships actually have, you know, they have to have meanings, just like cities and stuff. And so I'm imagining Clarence is the only person that lives in his township, and it's called Swamp Town Township. And he has meanings <laughs> just township. of himself. Yep. 
he's the only one there and he presides over them and keeps minutes and stuff and it's all Robert's very official rules. above board. But, yeah, I've got the book out. <laughs> but he's also drunk the whole time. I do that in my head. Yep. But yeah, it doesn't in reality no, I do live in a township, but we do have more than just me. And I'm For not now. on the council. For now. You're not working on the township. Yeah. Yet. Um, I thought he was adequate. I mean, you know, there was enough there to make me want to see more. I actually want to watch a Vikings game after being, you know, pretty much kind of like meh about the season. Even though I, I am sticking to ten and six because no one else is. And wow. uh, why? Why? Yeah, I know. that's gutsy or stubborn. Uh, stubborn. It's neither. It's just plain <laughs> stupid. Well, <laughs> here's the deal. I mean. Uh, if PA and Wabi can say Khalil had a had a good game, or isn't doing so badly, which they did this week, I believe they, they both did. did. Yeah. They both did, and it so, was the most can, delusional. I will only be the third most delusional person in this market by saying ten and six. I think so, you're just fine. Yeah, that's just that's the bronze right there. Maybe but you haven't. You're not even reducing it to nine and seven. You know. It's remarkable. I, no, I, I'm, I, I'm going to stick to ten and six until I it becomes cool. mathematically I love impossible. it that you just stick, dig your heels, and people are. <laughs> and I, 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 I am, I am seriously glad that Teddy Bridgewater is playing quarterback. I really am looking forward to you know have get letting him develop now. I think that'll be, for the years to come, this is an important thing for him to be in place here. I didn't think Castle really, you know, I wasn't too psyched about. Castle and now his foot fell off, so I feel bad for him. I mean, Bridgewater so, definitely didn't look overmatched. I just want to be happy. He did not no. look overmatched. I think what I liked is so he made some downfield passes, timing routes. He mm-hmm. in stride made some good passes. I think the places where he maybe didn't do so well, there was a couple screen passes, or uh, where he uh, led Asiata, Asiata, however you want to pronounce it. Asiata, too far. Asiata. Um, and if that's the biggest part of his game that he's got to work on is making, you know, two yard swing passes. Yeah, I think he'll be all right when he. The game wasn't too big for him. No, Matt's the slowest guy again in the NFL. You, yeah. you just kind of gotta don't lead him at all. Don't no. just hit him work? where he is right now because he's still gonna be there when the yeah. ball gets there. Now, if you can get him like on a little roller and the field goes downhill, that's a really good play to run to Matt Asiata. Downhill. Just like get him on like a little like a, like, a, like a little thing with like like a skateboard. Get him or a longboard, I suppose. And like longboard. if there's a if there's a slope on one of the fields, that can't get him the ball legal, there. And, well, Soldier Field, they kind of do what they want. Maybe uh, yeah, and I think if they play at Washington this year, I mean that's who knows what's up with that field. Or Pittsburgh too. That's usually a crappy field. But if there's like a little slope or something. Mm-hmm. And you can get him on a skateboard or a longboard. Yeah, like and you get like get a good push. I just think maybe that's a really good play. See, these are the things we want Norv to come up with. Longboard on the field. Yeah, I mean the night yeah, the Cowboys never had longboards. No, it's not his fault. It's just, you know, Moose didn't have a longboard. And run third and fifteen draw plays. Can't have them both. One or the other. Yep, they might have had a longboard at the White House at the old uh, Dallas Cowboys dib, <laughs> but a longboard is just cocaine. So it's just That's a longboard of cocaine. <laughs> uh, so, 
Yeah. What are you going to do? Ten and they, six. Sticking to who it. Who are they playing Sunday? The Falcons? Yep. I predict the Vikings win, actually. I predict the Vikings win. Oh, for people. Well, you have to. Yeah. To ha- get to ten and six, you have to win one Falcons of these Falcons have, like, ten, day, ten off days in between. Yeah. Uh, they just came off killing Tampa Bay. Uh, Vikings are better than Tampa Bay. You can. That's, I think, fair to say. Wow. But that's not saying much either. You're sticking with it. I like it. Man. Dig your heels in. Why not? Uh, that, so it's, it's in Atlanta, is that right? No, it's, it, I think it's here, isn't it? Sport John. Effect? John. What? Pick up John. Why do I have to look up whether the game's here or not? <laughs> because it's right by your house. <laughs> It's not like it's across the street from my house. It's really close. It's like like your house, Rosedale, and then the stadium, isn't it? Yep, that's basically it. Do you guys remember when Sid wanted to put the stadium at the state fairgrounds? I don't. That was like his big idea. It might have been the Gopher Stadium, actually. He was all gung-ho to put the Gopher Stadium on the state fairground because it was kind of on campus even though the state fairgrounds are no more on campus than the Metrodome was. On which campus? Well, the it's on the St. Paul campus, campus and, yep. even, and nobody lives on that side. No, nobody take lives you... over there. Nobody. Not a person. Basically in Hans Van Flutin's backyard. Like, he still thinks like the state capitals in Sauk Rapids, and he wanted the <laughs> stadium to be at like the St. Cloud Teachers College or something. I don't know. <laughs> he still thinks Christian Ponder is a viable NFL quarterback. Twitter exploded the other day. I can't remember whether it was today or yesterday that apparently at a news conference or something or other, he basically blamed Rand Ball for running Christian Ponder out of town. I think did he really? Yeah. I think he did, yeah. Shut Michael, like, he blamed Michael yes, Rand for that. Pretty much, yeah. I, so the arc of that story was me begging Michael Rand to write articles decrying Christian Ponder. For years I did that, and he wouldn't do it. And now suddenly he ran Christian Ponder yep. out of time. Now it's his fault. I, what? I think gotta, Rand loved Ponder more than anybody, didn't he? That's my point. Is I would like I did. daily <laughs> I'd say stuff like, "So are you going to be on the anti-Ponder bandwagon today, or what's more is this going to take every Monday?" I'd be like, be like "No, got to give and him he time." Always, and he's, yeah, not sure. Made a couple nice passes. Needs the offensive line, and then they drafted Khalil. Well, he needs, doesn't have any receivers. You got to get him some receivers. And they got him some receivers, and oh, it's, it's finally, shoulder to heal. Like nine three, full years. <laughs> that's right. It's coming out. So he's got the double degrees. You got him in three years. We really need to. We missed our chance the first time around, but on the off chance that Christian Ponder plays again, we really need to get the team Noodle Dick Throw Punts shirts made up so we can sell them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That was our, that was what we were gonna make our million dollars on, and I still think there's a I still think there's a market for him if Ponder ever comes Maybe back into this. Sid thinks that Rand like invented that, even though Rand was. I think the best chance is that Sid thinks that Rand is you and that you are Rand. I would feel so terrible if I that was true. I think that's the best chance of all. He wouldn't still have his job. I'm certain that he thinks Stu and Rand are the same person, but... That's undisputable. Yeah, that's yep. there's no way around that. I think half the people in Minnesota think that. Yeah, yeah that's true. I think that's true. That's too bad. 
All because of a what is the TV show? Mystery Science Theater. <laughs> That's the one. All because of that show. Poor All Michael. Because of that show. Yep. Poor guy. Yep. He did nothing to deserve it. Yeah. Well, yeah. he did some stuff to deserve it. Well, yeah. But you know. Well, I am looking forward to the Vikings now because of Teddy Bridgewater. Same here. I actually, I actually do want to watch the game. It's like a late start on Sunday, so is it? Get errands. Yeah, it's it a three twenty. For some reason, it's the late game. Oh, I had no idea. I know it makes no sense. We're both east, like Eastern and Central, and that's just. And it's not like we're a marquee matchup. I so. my daughter has a volleyball tournament at eleven, and I just reserved myself to not. I wasn't going to get to see no. the game. I had already just like made peace. No, I'm not going to see it. But now, Key to life, low expectations. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm, nope, actually, I'm looking forward to watching the game. I'm, you know. The only hope we have in this town is uh, Teddy Bridgewater, Andrew Wiggins, and hopefully one of the owners um, doesn't die, but decides he needs to sell the team. Those are the three yeah. things we have going for us. Well, what about uh, what about Zucker? Why would you say that? <laughs> too soon, too soon. Uh, that's yeah. We have to wait for the short. If that's right, sorry. Yeah, that's. I'm vulnerable. I'm vulnerable right now with him. <laughs> you can't blubbering. You're immediately blubbering. I, um, but he's not like the the future, right? Is he? Who he's the only kid left that hasn't been given a key. Mm-hmm. He all the other kids have been given keys. He is the one kid left that they don't trust. Yet, so he so, might be the savior. Even Eric Hall. No, he's has not the key. savior. He, he just is the one left. I had this whole wave, this whole push of a handful of guys, give them all the keys, and he's the only one that they haven't given one to yet. So I'm not, okay. I'm not giving up just because Halla and Granny and Coyle and Niederreiter. Niederreiter. That's just because of true. all. Matt Dumba doesn't have a key yet. He wasn't one of the originals. He wasn't one of them yeah, last year. I, did, I didn't trust him. I watched him play, and now um, he they made the right call on that one. How about Stu the rest Bickle of them, potentially going to be part of an NHL roster in Minnesota? I don't I don't have any idea, John. This is the stuff we'll probably save. That for, seems just crazy to me. It seems insane to me, but he fights, and apparently they still want a guy that can punch another guy in the nose. So... Yeah. And you know how much I love that, John. You and I have gone back and forth on fighting in the NHL and how you hate it. I love it. I'm fine with it. I just don't want it on the wild. I don't care if they have a fighter or not. Don't. Don't. Yep. Replace him with some guy that's fast and skilled. Such I'd rather win. Jason Zucker. Ding. Anyway, okay, we'll, save so that for the, we'll save that for the hockey podcast. Yep. But that is right now we have three pieces of hope left for the entire four sport plus gophers mm-hmm. that's it right we have okay. the wild they're one piece of hope yeah i can't are think of what teddy the other ones are what are the other ones? yes i'm hopeful for them teddy bridgewater was the other one bridgewater wiggins wiggins, wiggins and, was the other one um, an untimely some sort of unspeakable tragedy where no one dies but one of the owners has to sell just some kind of incapacitation. We gotta figure this out. How we're the gonna Star do Tribune it. tanks and takes Glenn Taylor's fortune with him. Well, that's the we one. Want this I don't to care be about a, them. I'm uh, talking about the Polar Brothers. 
we wanted this to be a funny scandal, right? Yes. That's what we wanted. Like a, a harmless, like either um, like a, a smoking weed sort of something where it's like, oh, it's quote unquote bad, but it's actually not that big of a deal at all. We want one of those things to happen. So we have a fun thing to talk about and some more hope. What about the so, Wilf? What about one of the Wilf brothers or both of the Wilf brothers no, I, having I think, a bunch of racist emails that came to light? No, because well, that's bad. That's legitimately well, well, certainly bad. Okay, but what but, if they're forced to sell the team? That would be good. You're right. You're right. And that would make us okay, feel good. The, the Wilfs have been compared to organized crime by a judge. So if something bad happened to them. That's not necessarily unearned. No. If they went to actual <laughs> jail for crimes that they've committed. Yeah, that that wouldn't. That's not an unearned result for them. Okay, How did they so not go to jail? Whatever happens to them, they deserve. I don't want them to come yeah. to physical harm, but if they went to jail for embezzlement, that's probably. Wait a minute, but the Wilfs, of all the owners in this town, they're they're like the third worst. Owner that's probably as far right. as being an owner, not people. I'm not talking about them as people. Yes, that's are, what they do with the team. No, like I think they third, might be the worst. The worst. The Wilfs? The Wilfs. As owners? They're free stadium rules. They're criminals, and I want that new stadium tore down. Yeah. And they're horrible (laughs) people, but... They hired Spielman. Oh, fuck. Oh, boy, you boxed him right there, didn't you? Boy, he wasn't expecting that. That was a rabbit punch. Not only did they hire him, they have not fired him. He's still around. And they have plenty of reason to fire him. Nobody would have been sad if he got fired or Nobody would have even noticed that. if they'd fired him. They would have been like, oh, yeah, my, of course they fired him. My retaliation would be, yes, but Bill Smith still has a job with the Minnesota Twins. All right. It yeah, would be it. like Rick Spielman getting fired, but not fired. Like they just make him in charge of picking out the uh, – paint colors for the seats at the new stadium or something. That's what Bill Smith said. But at least Bill Smith isn't in power anymore. No, I'm saying, what if they fired Rick Spielman but still kept him in the organization making decisions? That's basically what the poll ads did. They won't fire anybody. Bill Smith still works for the team. He's on the Bartlett program. You're here until you decide you are done working. That's why I put the poll ads at the top. They may be, well, they're, I don't know that they're good people, but they are the worst owners. Boy, Although Glenn Taylor, okay. I'm, I'm willing to hear Glenn Taylor arguments. Nope. Glenn Taylor is not quite as bad because he definitely uh, tries and cares. So he, like, spends money. It's a little misguided. He's really bad at it, but he does try. Where the poll ad brothers, we haven't seen them in years. They are often, uh, where are they in Latvia right now? Uh, they're they're in the Baltic country. I don't. Yeah, they. Yeah. yeah. Here's the difference the, between the owners of the teams. Baltic. Yeah. So we know Portals. we know that with Glenn Taylor, we don't have to have the incompetent or lazy debate because we know he's incompetent but not lazy. Jury's that out. One, Jury that one's set. That one's set. He's incompetent lazy. but not yes. lazy. Yeah. The Wilfs, yep. they don't fall into either category because they're just evil. They're bad people. Yep. But we mm-hmm. they they don't they don't fit anywhere on the incompetent versus lazy spectrum because they're off on a whole separate spectrum of their own. Criminal. Uh, yeah. I would say out of the three things, incompetent, lazy, or evil, they're fifty percent incompetent and fifty percent evil. I mean, they are incompetent. They still, again, Spielman's still around. Uh, the Adrian Peterson thing, they fucked that thing up 
hardcore. Um, wow, that was really something. Yeah. So they are incompetent. Let's not forget that just because they're evil. They can be both. They're both. Yeah, but the entire question of competency becomes moot once you become evil. It's like, why are they okay. doing this? Because they're too stupid to do it right? No, they're just evil and they don't care. Okay, okay. I don't know. I think they've hired some bad people that are telling them some goofy things. The Wilfs. That, that press conference they had, whoever is in charge of their media relations Eesh. is telling the Wilfs. So whoever is, who, whoever is giving them counsel on any of these issues, I think they've just surrounded themselves with some goofballs. Don't you? Well, that's because when you're evil, you can only get goofballs to work for you. That could be. It's like stormtroopers. I don't think they were recruiting out of the best stormtrooper colleges when they got the stormtroopers in Star Wars. They just took <laughs> who was ever willing to be a stormtrooper. You know what I'm saying? That could. Be. You know, John, I don't understand the reference because I haven't seen the movie, but I want to agree with you. Yeah, just trust me that I'm right on this one. Fair enough. Um, okay, well then, I am comfortable saying that they are evil. They're 100% evil and zero incompetent and zero lazy. Fine. That's fine. Whoa. What the... <laughs> There's a fight going on in the background. I don't know. My wife... Hockey season My wife started. just yelled. My wife. Oh, man. Hockey season is here, everybody. You guys want to talk over football? I got to go. I'll be right back. This dude's got to go break up a fight between his wife Uh-oh. and... Possibly one of the children? Possibly somebody in the neighborhood? I'm going to mute it. St. Cloud, it's all, everything's on the table. Who it knows? Could be there's a city a fire council outside. And... I muted it. There's just a brawl. All right. Go for so, football. I don't, they completed I gotta, one pass. That's, I got to tell you. That's I'm the gonna... headline. That's the sub-headline. That is the entire, that's all 17 paragraphs of the story. That's it. I'm going to go over my favorite memories of the Jerry Kill era at TCF Bank Stadium. There was a couple wins over Iowa. Those are tied for number one. Number two is the time that Tommy Olsen, who's a center, was on the kickoff team in sort of the second line, and they kicked a kickoff short to him, and he returned it, and everyone laughed a little bit because it's always funny when a lineman gets to return it. On the next kickoff... They kicked a pop-up, and Tommy Olsen actually went backwards, turned his back to the kicker, ran backwards, and caught the ball over his shoulder with both returners standing flabbergasted one yard away from him, (laughs) and then returned it. Followed by the next kickoff, where Jamie Verbrugge, the gopher announcer, announced, whoever, whoever, and Olsen back to return the kick, and the entire crowd broke up laughing. That was number two. (laughs) Number three in the Jerry Kill era for me was on Saturday when there was an hour-long rain delay, and after the rain delay, about, you know, maybe 1,500 people were sitting in the stands at that point. It was just crazy people like me who were like, oh, of course I'll sit through the rain delay, wait it out so I can watch the Gophers finish this win over San Jose State, because what else do I have to do? So there's about 1,500 of us, and the Gophers come out, they run the ball 12 more times, and finally they throw another pass on third and seven, and they complete it. It's their first complete pass of the day. And, of course, being sort of horrible people, everyone in the crowd 
immediately gets up on their feet to to give the team a standing ovation for finally completing a pass. Just the most sarcastic cheering in the world. People are yelling, do you leave in miracles? And we did it, and anything <laughs> is possible. The entire high, double high fives. Is, the entire yeah. sideline is laughing at the crowd, applauding them for doing something as basic <laughs> as throwing the ball forwards to a receiver. And Chris Devler, the Gophers quarterback, leans back and gives it the finger guns. <laughs> Number three. At that point, he had completed only one pass all day, and it was to a defender. He was over six at the time with one interception. He's got a sense of humor, or he's delusional? He, he has a sense of humor, apparently. All week, he's been That's getting awesome. made fun of around campus. He made a video on YouTube of throwing the ball into the ground and then demonstrating how you could throw a football or something like that. He's got a sense of humor about the whole thing, but that's great. They also are likely to likely going to get slaughtered against Michigan this weekend. They better not. Against an awful Michigan not. team. Michigan's really bad. They're horrible. They can beat Michigan. Here's the thing. I, they can beat Michigan. I, I was informed by local cynic, my brother Dave, that there's a website out there that sort of studies the stats and stuff that says Michigan is still the 18th best team in the nation and just has been incredibly unlucky ah, with winning the ball over. That's no, really people funny. Will, if you do a study or something related with computer, people will turn their brains off and believe fucking anything. Right. Anything. It says right here, this computer here says 18th in the country. Click. Brain off. Okie doke. Just repeat it. What? It doesn't make any goddamn sense. You guys are They're be, horrible. You guys you know, are going to be fuel really in the sad. towers. They couldn't have come down that much without. <laughs> if you see, if you look right here, make fun it was Bush. But when it's twenty-eight to three, Michigan at halftime on Saturday, you guys are going to be sad. And I'm going to be. I sad. definitely though. I, I will not be thinking that Michigan's actually good. I will just be no. thinking. That fucking terrible to go for That's right. I won't go. Oh, John was right. Yeah. They're the 18th best team in the country because they're beating the Gophers. That that will never cross my mind. Not once. I don't have anything I'm else to say. Right I don't have anything else to say that. They're going to lose. The Gophers are going to lose to Michigan. By oh, they may lose. It's it doesn't make Michigan it's the 18th be ugly. best team in the country. And people are going to... Uh, People are going to, in the lead-up to the game, say talk about the last time the Gophers won at Michigan. They're going to get overexcited about it because everyone thinks Michigan is really bad, and they're going to get stomped. It's going to be like bring back the jug stomping. Bring back the jug. Bring it I'll back. Bring it back. Okay, that's it. I'm guaranteeing, it I'm guaranteeing a Gopher win. Yes. <laughs> I'm guaranteeing a Gopher win. Greatest of all time. Yes. As the Spirits dun, do. Dun, 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 dun. There. Um, I'll be there. So there you go. I'm going to get that brown jug, and I'm going to bring it back to the sportive. I'll show it to everybody on our Google Plus Hangout. Awesome. Oh, you're Trans- going to get some brown drinking jugs. some Founders beer out of it. I'm going to be drinking lots of Founders beer. Founders beer. Got that too. Yeah, John. I think that they're going to lose by seven twenty-four. It's going to be oh, forty-two to ten. A heartbreaker. Forty-two to ten. I oh, they better not. 10. I was thinking it was going to be uh, thirty-one to seven. I guess thirty-one to seven. Oh, I know. And that seven will be a uh, garbage, garbage touchdown. All that said, I really hope they win. 
I just want to have fun. Uh, forecast, Ann Arbor on Saturday, 75 and sunny. Nice. Wow. Tailgating, private, beautiful. Lot set up for are you doing it mm-hmm. with doing this yeah with I'm heading to campus tomorrow over lunch so I can get some gear some ridiculous embarrassing gophers gear yes. whatever that whatever that's gonna be I don't know yet get a sweatshirt There's nothing you don't have to go too crazy do you yeah. I mean, you'll have to get like the tearaway basketball warm-up jumpsuit or anything to go with a oh, headband <laughs> yeah. actually you should do that <laughs> I got a be young for a yellow foam cowboy hat with an M on it. Or what couple, exactly are you? Double foam finger, maybe like a floor length scarf. Get the overalls. <laughs> those seem to be big among the students these days. Get the overalls. They do like those. The yep. Yeah, old overalls. The problem that we're running into is I don't think you can drink in the stadium. And we're not gutsy enough Legally. to sneak in anything in. So. And how embarrassing would that be? We're grownups to get to not be let into the game that we came out to see because we got caught with booze. Oh, that they don't put put a flask in your sock. They'll never know in a million years. What if I just throw like two of those airline booze things into like up my butt? That's fine, right? Yeah, that's incredible. Seems well, like that's you, what people do. You got room. <laughs> uh Good one. Um, can I... I'm sorry. That was uncalled for. This is the end. And... Yeah, it'll do. I'm getting suspended. Yeah, you you'll be our Bill Simmons. Did you see he got suspended for three weeks? What did you yeah, get I suspended did. for? I vaguely saw this. I still don't know I what he got suspended for. I have no idea what he. The the quote that they're showing is that he just was like. Roger Goodell's a liar or whatever, but you don't suspend somebody for that. Like, you that's can't what call Roger Goodell a liar. Good media. Yeah, yeah he called him a liar. So on his podcast, he has fans reporting of him being a liar. Did you? And then he he did dare the company to suspend him for saying what he was saying. So, that, but they should be like, no, we're not going to. That's what your job is. That's good for you yeah. for. For calling yeah. him a liar. We reported that he was a liar. We're ESPN. You work for us. We reported that. I'm still so, I'm absolutely very, maybe the news has come out or by the time everybody listens to this, it'll be very clear. But I just read it right before we press record. And three weeks for one thing, a really long suspension. Like Stephen A. Smith got a week for saying that women getting beat is partly their fault, which is a much worse thing to say. So wait, all he I decided he got suspended, but he that's why he just said Goodell's yeah. liar on his podcast. He's like, I think yes. he's a liar, and I think it's bullshit, and I don't, I'm offended that he comes out and says he didn't see the tape. He's lying. And he said, I, I, I dare ESPN to get mad at me about this because you know it's true. So whatever. Go yeah. ahead and yell at me. And they want. suspended him. And they said, you're suspended for three weeks. Three I weeks. still have no idea what the reason is. To be fair, coming out and saying, uh, I don't even care if ESPN gets mad about this, is a remarkably 12-year-old thing to do. He like, is a child. I don't even, yeah. I don't even care is, if you ground me. He is that. a big baby. There is no more childish Go ahead and ground me. Than... Ground me for five weeks. I don't even care. Maybe Olbermann. Olbermann and Simmons will, will uh, be the most childish uh, that's true. Uh, uh, fight to the death, and that's fine. But still... Don't you just roll? If you're the boss, don't you just roll your eyes at Simmons because he's a, you know, 
because he's a baby and then move on. Mm-hmm. You don't, like, get down to his level. Oh, yeah? Well, I'm going to suspend you. Mm-hmm. And now they're making him a martyr, and he's going to come back, and he's going to be like, you know, I, I stood know. up to the... I stood up to the suits. I stood this up is the to the worst thing in the world. I, mean, I don't yeah. want to defend Bill Simmons. I dislike him. Well, He's a so clown. this makes so little sense that doesn't it make you suspicious? Maybe I, I know I'm an overly suspicious person. Anyways, yeah. But, um, yeah. Doesn't it? Or, or am I it's weird. Something? It's very weird. Doesn't I it don't make know. you suspicious that when things don't all add up, doesn't it make you wonder if they just set it up? We're talking about it. Fuck, we're talking about ESPN on here? My guess is they, uh, maybe there's just more to the story, like they talked to him about it and then he flipped out and did something else behind the scenes. I don't know. I mean, I definitely don't think that they suspended their top guy. And I'll tell you another thing. Chris Berman wears a toupee. I mean, what what more could it be? Mm -hmm. I have no idea. But they're not going to suspend their top guy uh, just for the publicity. Maybe it's like maybe it's like when Jeff Dubay got suspended locally, and everyone said, oh, "I wonder what minor thing he got suspended for." And then as more, oh. more details came out, it was like, "This is oh. this is bad." That could be. So you're saying I'm, cocaine is what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, really Bill worried. Simmons does cocaine. Bill Simmons smokes went, crack. Wow. It went immediately from let's make fun wow. of Puffy because I don't know what he could have done to. This is very serious, and Jeff Dubay. He has some issues. He needs to work out, and I feel bad for him, and I hope he gets the help he needs. I can't believe you're going on record saying that Bill Simmons smokes crack, John. (laughs) I'm going to be suspended from this podcast for sure. I dare you guys to suspend me. I dare you guys. (laughs) Yeah, well, but you are. You know, if you dare us, we have to do it. That's the rule. That's the rule of dares. Otherwise, I will. That's how it works. Now yeah, I can that's do whatever I want if you don't suspend me. Anybody got anything else to mention? We got Grouse Hunting in, so I think we're good. Yeah, I think we're good. I wanted to talk about Teddy B. I'm glad we got to that. Um, I wanted to get that uh, book reading thing about hunting off my chest. It's been too long. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's the check marks yeah. um, on my yeah, plate. I think we did good. It's almost pushing the hour and a half mark here. I think we did good. All right, let's do this in person soon. That's a good idea. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. The sound will be That's better. The sound yeah. will not be better. You know it won't be better. Something will go wrong, guys... and the sound will be terrible. It will. Do you guys know that we debate the worst local owners in every single podcast, and we, we never acknowledge that we talk about it every single week? <laughs> oh, yeah, you want to talk about owners? Oh, yeah, yeah. Here's a, here's a new take. Yeah, yeah. Every here's week. a new take. They're all terrible. We never actually <laughs> yeah. change anything either. It's wonderful. It's yeah, every yeah. single week, isn't it? Yep. And we keep going. They can't. There's no way this can get worse. There's no way Terry Ryan and then Ziggy and Ryan Will are coming back. There's. I mean, that's fucking impossible, right? We said that last year. We said it a year ago, and we're saying the same thing again. We're gonna yep. be talking about it next year too. They're gonna we win are. 72 yeah. games next year, and uh, we're like, I don't know, Vargas. Vargas might be okay. I don't know. Well, I, think, just, I don't think you can fire them both. Um... Yeah, a, a package deal. Yeah. Well, if he wants to come back, I mean, we are we are your grandpa talking about Agenda Twenty One. Yes. Okay, Grandpa. <laughs> Whatever you say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, lovely. Good stuff. All right, fellas. Thanks for listening, everybody. Well, 
Yep, thanks, guys. As we say every episode, nobody's still listening. Why would you I'm be? Sorry. We started talking about Agenda 21 a couple minutes ago. Very sorry. <laughs> We're so sorry. See ya. Mm. Bye. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.